the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. I'm thinking of Worm Lacey today. His real name was Rich Lacey. Everybody called him Worm. Don't know why. The reason I'm thinking about him today is because today, and I didn't know this till a little while ago, is National Vietnam Veterans Day, and I'm not sure how much coverage that's going to get from the media or how much it's gotten, but it should have gotten more. But the guys who fought in that war really deserve to be recognized. That war was a huge part of my generation, of course, of being a baby boomer. Now, I was able to avoid the draft because of a college deferment, and then I got a high number in the draft lottery. So I was not, that was not something I had to deal with. I had to worry about being drafted and what I, what I would do and whether I was going to enlist to avoid going to Vietnam. And, you know, a lot of people who grew up in that era, uh, George Bush included, Bill Clinton, were accused of, and, and Donald Trump for that matter, of draft dodging because they took deferments. But that's, they were there. Then everybody, not too many people, Wanted to go to Vietnam. Anyway, Worm Lacey wasn't so lucky. He had to go. I remember the day he came to the apartment we were renting as, uh, you know, kind of a party head ca- headquarters. We came up with the idea. Nobody lived there. We didn't tell the landlord that. We just used it to hang out and have parties. We were 19 years old, actually 18. Worm was 20. He dropped by one day, a summer day, and he was wearing his Army uniform. And we were kidding him a little bit, you know, asked him where he was headed. And he said he was headed to the airport and on his, he's going to San Francisco and then on to Vietnam. He was in communications, he said. And he said he would uh, be in Saigon. He said, I'm not worried because we'll be in a safe spot. I'm not going to see any action. Well, none of us or his family ever saw him again. He's been missing in action since 1968. He was riding in a Jeep between two locations with another guy. They found the Jeep. They were riding in, and then they found the other guy's body later, but they never found Worm or his body. Nobody, especially his family, wanted to spend very much time imagining what might have happened to him. 58,222 Americans, mostly men, died in that war. It tore the country apart. You could make the case that it's never really come back together since. And before the debacle of the evacuation of Afghanistan, anybody who was around uh, remembers the evacuation of Saigon being almost as ridiculous. It was America's first major loss. And anybody who remembers what it was like during the Vietnam War has to be keeping a close eye on what's going on in Ukraine, because lots of people still don't know why the U.S. is involved there. We were all told back then that Vietnam was all about national security. By the time it was over, nobody really understood why we were there and what, what, whether it was worth it. The guys who came back were called baby killers. People were spitting on them in airports. And it was one thing for me and my friends to not understand, quite another for Worm Lacey's family. The government didn't do nearly enough for Vietnam veterans. It's nice to have a day for them, but they and their families who are still around deserved a lot more, still do, by the way. So if you see one of those old guys out there walking around with a Vietnam veteran hat, might be nice if you thanked him. When we come back, where is John Fetterman and when's he coming back to work? Selena Zito has been trying to find out. And in our second half hour, two guys in charge of our national security, the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Homeland Security, get lit up and embarrassed like you've never seen. Stick around. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. 
An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one, free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. My son, Finn, was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Where's John Fetterman, and when's he coming back to work? In case you've forgotten, he was elected as a senator from Pennsylvania back in November. A few weeks ago, he had to check himself into the hospital because of clinical depression, which is sad, but why is he still a senator, and when when will he be able to uh, function as one? Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner, the New York Post, and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette tried to find out, and she joins us now. Selena, thanks for coming on. Long time no talk. How are you? Oh, just living the dream. How about you? Yeah, living the dream. There's a guy I see when I walk my dog uh, out in out in the South Hills, and when I see him, he says, I, I say, how are you doing? And he says, living the dream. And he pauses and he says, one nightmare at a time. <laughs> so I respect that. <laughs> yeah, anytime somebody says that, that's what I think about. Anyway, um, have you had any luck finding out? Uh, I mean, we I think we know where John Fetterman is, of course, but... Um, when's he going to not be there anymore and be somewhere else? Well, just a couple minutes ago, Politico is reporting from, quote, two sources familiar with the information, end quote. I always have skepticism about that. Right. Um, That he's returning on a very specific date, which is August, I mean, April 17th. Oh, so Um, now we know he's coming back. Okay. 
a well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We've been told several times along the way he'll be ba- he'll be back in a couple of days. Um, and and look, I don't. There's not a person among us that doesn't. This is a father of three young children. Yep. Of course, everyone wants him to have a healthy recovery. Um, you know, it. it you know, the, nothing is more nuclear to the core of the family is your parents, the mother and the father. Um, and so it's very important um, that he recovers uh, just for the sake of his family. However, um, since the very, very beginning, um, the way that the people, the personal and political people surrounding Fetterman have um, treated the transparency of what has happened in his life health-wise, um, it has been basically non-existent. We've never really had any transparency at all from the moment he suffered his stroke, which reporters and voters didn't find out about until several days after the stroke. Uh, they also didn't, which was just a couple days before the primary Democratic primary election. And then uh, it, reporters did not find out that he was having a pacemaker put in until the day until he was already under the knife uh, and then did not find out until several weeks later that what caused the stroke was a cardiomyopathy uh, that had been diagnosed five years earlier, five years earlier, meaning he ran as both a U.S. he ran and won as lieutenant governor of our state and ran for in the Democratic primary without revealing that he had um, a heart condition and that he left it untreated for five years. Uh, and, and throughout the summer and the fall, all of us saw him struggle with the after effects of the stroke. Uh, he, despite saying that he's back and be, will be fine, it was clear that he struggled and had a really hard time. And then he was admitted uh, two weeks after he was sworn as, in as U.S. Senator. To, he admitted himself to um, the, the Walter Reed Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland, um, for clinical depression. And so it is unclear. I have asked numerous times if he's under the care of a cardiologist, to which I've never received uh, an answer. And I'm, you know, one of the early signs of people with struggling with heart disease, let alone a stroke, uh, or, or not signs, but, you know, sort of symptoms is depression. But we don't have a clear understanding as to the state of his health. So um, it's how, how unusual was it for you not to be, not you, but everybody, the media and the voters, to not be made aware of his heart condition. Um, is it was it is that serious? Is it a serious? Was it a serious enough um, problem that it should have been included in his bio and everything else when he you know during the primary? Uh, or is that I mean, is how 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 important was it? looking back on it? It's a big deal because it eventually led to a stroke and everything. But at the time, was it that important? His was his heart condition that important that it should be known should have been known he almost died he has admitted that he almost died because he didn't take care of himself he was the sitting lieutenant governor of our state you know that causes a bit of a constitutional crisis uh when the when that happens to a lieutenant governor and and so those something that serious certainly should have been you know, voters, I will argue forever in a day, the voters are probably still voted for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and so, so it is the lack of transparency, which is something that liberals and progressives um, are, uh, you know, deeply as, um, um, d- believe in, mm-hmm. uh, that, is, that is really disturbing in terms of information that the kids constituents have, you know, as Terry Madonna said in my story, he's a political science professor at Millersville University. Uh, you know, a statewide elected official, in particular a U.S. senator, has has 
very important duties in constituent services. Don't even think about their job in D.C. Don't even think about them casting a vote. Their job as a, as a uh, U.S. senator in the state in terms of taking their care of their constituents is critically important. And, and that has not been addressed for months. We've al- already had in our state, um, since he's been under the doctor's care, we had the, uh, the um, tragic, catastrophic derailment uh, followed by the controlled burn in East Palestine, which has impacted Beaver and Lawrence counties, um, you know, and, and he was not there to be able to handle that. We had a horrendous fire in Reading, Pennsylvania, where multiple people have lost their lives. And, and none of these, uh, you know, issues, these are issues that, that, that U.S. Senators take care of all the time. Just think about Arlen Specter, whether you loved him or not, if something happened, he was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was always there. Well, but I will say this, though, Selena, and you cover this stuff and have for uh, a lot longer than I have. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> as, as invisible as Fetterman seems to have been or has been since he was elected, I don't think he's... I don't think that Casey is much more visible than he is. You never see him. Nope, is, not at all. Yeah. Am I right about that? I mean, he's the most invisible guy in Pennsylvania politics. You're absolutely right about that. You know, the last two senators who were very, very good at being uh, doing constituent services, again, whether you like them or not, Rick Santorum and Arlen Specter were everywhere all the time. And and uh, Bob Casey, Pat Toomey, and now Fetterman are just figments of our imagination. So they Toomey was the same have... way? Do you yeah, call him it, as invisible as Casey? Not as bad as Casey, yeah. but Casey is really bad. I think he's visited Western Pennsylvania a handful of times in the past two years. Now, that'll all change because he's running next year. Right. And we'll see, uh, we'll see him every five minutes. Mm-hmm. But in terms of being, you know, being here in in the area, that's very rare. What about all the other Democrats who kept saying that Fetterman was fine? Uh, could any of them have really believed he was fit for the job? No, knowing what no. You know, and then no? to the point of, to the point in my story about Bob Casey, there's he stood right beside him. I walked up to to Fetterman several times over the past year. Someone who I've known for almost twenty years. He had no idea who I was. Wow. I mean, they just lied. And, um, and, and that's more proof that I think the, a lot of the people, if not most of the people who voted for Fetterman, would have voted for a mannequin. And Bob Casey would have been right there with them, casting a vote for a mannequin, as long as it was a Democrat. Isn't that the point we've reached now in politics? Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's, there's little thoughtfulness put into you're casting your vote for are they on my team i'm voting for them yeah well especially when it's a 50 50 proposition in washington you know and one vote makes a big difference um yeah absolutely and and um what what are they what are they saying now about his medical condition if anything um when asked, uh, is it? Are, are we still hearing? Uh, and I, as you mentioned at the beginning, I didn't know this before you came on, that they've given a date now that you're not necessarily going to take to the bank with you. But um, what what are they saying when they are asked? Are they just saying, "Oh, don't worry about it. He's doing fine. He's doing his work," and the whole that that BS? Uh, well, they don't answer that question. They yeah. don't. I, you know, they, they leaked to a D.C. reporter. Someone did. No one. They're not giving any names that he's coming out um, April 17th. But that's all they said. They didn't say he was fine. They didn't say they just said he was coming back to work on April 14th, April, April 17th. So it's three weeks from now. Well, he was at work before he wasn't at work and nobody knew what he was doing. <clears throat> this is right? sadly true. Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, he's never been at work yet, if you really think about it. Has he? Uh, I mean, he's, he's cast, he's cast never, some never votes. Offered, they've not, not offered any clear evidence of that. Now, um, 
when he was uh, in the Senate, do you know? Uh, did he? Did he? Uh, anybody in the media asked him a question uh, and been gotten an answer? Not asking one of his assistants or his his flack, but him. Did he? As he responded to anybody one on one since he's been there? No, and 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 they have uh, attacked reporters for asking questions um, uh, and and said, leave him alone. He's just had a stroke. He can't answer that question. So what, so you're not supposed, so he's allowed to go along for how long before he has to answer any questions as a U.S. Senator? Is this going to be a six-year thing? That's what I wrote, what I wrote in November. Everybody kind of ignored me. And but it, Well, but, but, um, you were trying. I know you were trying to get somebody to talk about his condition, and they weren't going to do that. Could could they have ever been honest about his condition and still justified him staying in the race, or for that matter, now staying on the job? I mean, you can you can you can justify anything you want if you're a good arguer. No, but I mean, um, could could they have been honest about what they knew about his condition and still, with a, a straight face, said, "Oh yeah, he he should stay in the race." Knowing what you know now, I, I, I don't see how they could have. Yeah, and they did. Uh, and lots of them. They, they, lots of them. There are there are are plenty of them, and and I, I will say there are local Democrats who did not go along with the with the with the game and and just didn't comment at all, you know, or were. We're honest about it, and then got shame for being honest about it. But you know, there had to be a lot um, of eye rolling going on somewhere. They had to be. Oh. They, they had to be, and they had to be nervous about how this is going to play out. How 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 are we going to be able to to um, get to the end of the game here, meaning the the election, without this just completely blowing up? Because what if he would have oh, had? What if he had gone into for depression? A week before the election, might that have changed anything? I don't think anybody would have been told that. Oh, okay. He just would have disappeared. Yeah. So I have about a minute and a half left with Selena Zito. You can find her piece at uh, selenazito dot com. That's s a l e n a zito dot com. Z e t o. Um, uh, I got to ask you. Z- I'm sorry, Z I T O. I always get your name wrong. I, I my name's spelled wrong all the time. Too. Just think of a picture yeah. for the giant. Okay, all right. Um, could uh, well, so? What are the ramifications, Selena, if he resigns? And what's the what's the uh, timing situation? How important is the timing of a resignation if it should happen? Uh, so he for for the for there to be a special election held for that seat. He has to he has to resign by August 28th of this year for a November special special election. Uh, And then, you know, thereafter, anytime he resigns, just the next election, he's he's up. His seat will be up. Just think of John Hines when he passed away and there there was a special election or um, there was an appointment. Uh, Bob Casey Sr. appointed Harris Wofford. There was an immediate special election. Uh, Dick Thornburg lost that one. And then there was the regular election, and Rick Santorum beat Harris Wofford. So if he, but if he, um, if he does resign, he uh, a special appointment would be made, and when would the election be? Whenever there, we have our next um, statewide state election. So either um, November or May. Oh, okay, and and uh, they're pretty they're pretty immediate. Have anybody talked to Connor Lamb about any of this? Because he should be a United States senator right now, shouldn't he? He he probably should be, but you know, shame on him. him or Dave McCormick. He, yeah, well, yeah, shame on him. He couldn't beat Fetterman in a primary. I mean, come on. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. They probably ran one of the worst campaigns ever. Um, with a with a very you know for the Democrats a very qualified candidate, well, and and they they blew it. Well, so, uh, Selena, uh, good luck on the on your quest to find out <laughs> what this guy's up to, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you again. I as, uh, let's not go as long as we have this time without you coming no, on the show. Absolutely, East Palestine took me away a lot. All so, right, yeah. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Selena. Right. Selena Bye. Zito, Z-I-T-O. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. War of words continues to heat up between Washington and Moscow. Russia now says it has suspended sharing information about its nuclear forces with the United States, including notices about missile testing. Russia previously suspended its participation in the last remaining nuclear arms pact with Washington. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky warning his nation must win a drawn-out battle in a key eastern city. Otherwise, he says Russia could begin to build international support for a deal that would require Ukraine to make unacceptable compromises. Key move in the Senate, lawmakers approving a measure to repeal the war authorization used for Kuwait and Iraq. This is SRN News. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Dennis Prager explains the left's strategy. Manufactures hysteria is to keep people frightened so that they can do more things to control your life. The alleged existential threat of carbon dioxide to human life is another hysteria. If they don't control you, they feel that they have an empty life. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. Tonight will be mostly cloudy and cold, breezy with a couple of showers of rain or snow this evening, followed by a flurry late. A burst of heavier snow can reduce visibility and cause slick spots. Expect a low of 22. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow, the high 48. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 33. Cloudy and breezy Friday with showers, the high 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I looked up in the uh, 
in the talk show host handbook, you're really not supposed to run five-minute sound bites, if that's what you call what I'm about to play here. I don't have a guest for this segment, uh, but I got, uh, I guess you could say that uh, Ted Cruz and Matt Gates are my guests here. But um, this this is well worth listening to. Uh, maybe you don't get to have the time when you're at home to, or and, and for that matter, when you're watching a newscast, uh, whether it's on the network or local, you're not going to get a five-minute soundbite. They just don't, they don't do it. But here you get them when they're good enough. And uh, I saw this today. And it's mesmerizing. Well, at least it was to me. And and again, all of these things, you know, any any time you, you get sound now in, in in the radio world, too often it's um, it's a, it's a video. So no matter what, how much effect it may have on the radio, it's almost always better on TV. And in this case, you can't see Alejandro Mayorkas with his uh, with the uh, smirk on his face as he's being asked some pretty important things. And being told that he's not answering the question, listen to this. This guy now, I think everybody knows what's what. What the situation is at the border, and there's a lot of debate about it. But uh, but I don't think anybody denies that it's a mess. And this guy is the Secretary of Homeland Security, and he's being interrogated by Ted Cruz yesterday. And just listen to this. Good morning, Secretary Mayorkas. Good morning. Is there a crisis at our southern border? Senator, uh, there is a very significant... That's a yes or no question. There's a very significant... Is there a crisis? Senator, there's a very significant challenge... I think your microphone is not on. There is a very significant challenge that we are facing... Yes or no, is there a crisis? I believe I've addressed that question. So you're refusing to answer? Senator, uh, there is a very significant challenge and we are Will you answer if there's a crisis? Therefore, we are dedicating the resources... Okay, so you're refusing to answer. Well... Secretary Mayorkas, I'll tell you someone who is willing to answer, which is your and President Biden's chief of the Border Patrol in a sworn deposition in July of 2022 when asked, would you agree, Chief Ortiz, that the southern border is currently in crisis? Answer, yes. Notice none of those wiggle words, none of that equivocation. One word, one syllable, yes. Are you willing to speak with the same clarity as Chief Ortiz? Is there a crisis at our southern border? Yes or no? Senator, I'm very proud to work alongside. You refuse to answer. Let me ask you the next question. Has the crisis at our southern border made Americans less safe? Yes or no? Senator, we are dedicated to the safety. Has the crisis made Americans less safe? I don't I don't want a, a discourse. It's a yes or no question. Senator. We have a challenge of... You refuse to answer the question. Not... Sec- Mr. Secretary, let me show you how someone doing his job answers a question in a straightforward manner. Chief Ortiz, is the crisis that is currently ongoing at the southern border making the border less safe for Americans and aliens alike? Answer, yes. One word, one syllable, three letters. That's how someone answers a question and does their job. You're being a politician misleading the American people. Let me give you a chance again. Will you show the same integrity Chief Ortiz shows? Is the crisis at the southern border making Americans less safe? Yes or no? Senator, we have 260,000. You refuse to answer the question. Let's move on. And security of the Next American question, people. Mr. Mayorkas. Has the crisis made aliens less safe? Yes or no? Senator, we are seeking. So you won't answer that question either. If you, it, it is, it's a yes or no. Has it made aliens less safe? Senator, smugglers are exploiting has the crisis made aliens yes less safe are you willing to answer it senator the smuggling organizations okay you're you're filibustering again let me ask you this question how many migrants have died under president biden senator your your phrasing of the question is actually quite misleading how many migrants died in 2022 um uh at our uh, approaching our southern border yes precisely why we are seeking to exclude so you're, the can, Do you know the answer? Do you know how many died? I do not. You do not. Of course you don't. I know how many died. 853. That is 853. True. And by the way, here are the numbers that have died every year. You go back to 1998, you see it's consistently between 300 and 400, 340 to 300 and 400. Suddenly, 2021, what happens? You get in office and that red line are dead bodies. I've been on the Rio Grande and I've seen dead bodies floating there who've drowned because of your refusal to do your job. You don't even know how many have died. 
What do you say to the Texas farmers and ranchers who find pregnant ladies dead on their property, who find toddlers dead on their property? What do you say to them? I say that is why precisely we are taking it to the smuggling organization. But you are not. Number, that is simply not true. Number two, it is but why l- l- we l- are l- dead l- l- Let me read from the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal two weeks ago ran an article entitled, It's Like Gra- a Graveyard. Record numbers of migrants are dying at the border. The story begins with this chilling line, quote, Eagle Pass, Texas. Local officials keep a refrigerated truck to hold the bodies of migrants who drown in the currents of the Rio Grande while trying to cross the border into the U.S. Mr. Chairman, I ask unanimous consent that this article be entered into the record. Let me ask you a different question. How many children have been sexually assaulted by human traffickers under the Biden administration? Senator, this is precisely why we instituted... I I don't want a lecture. It's a question. How many children have been sexually assaulted by human traffickers under your administration? Senator, this this is exactly why on January 5th, we you, again, you're, do you program. know how many? Do you know how many children have been sexually assaulted? This is why we... Okay, you're going to refuse to answer that question as well. Let's move on. It's obvious you've been instructed to stonewall, so okay. I'm not going to let you. You don't get to stonewall and filibuster. Okay, we're back. Uh, that was Ted Cruz interrogating Alejandro Mayorkas. How many times... Uh, and we've all seen these um, questioning uh, sessions, at, at the interrogations, if you want to call them that, uh, in front of senators and Congress people, and and it's um, it's uh, no matter which side you're on, they don't let you answer. Um, if you if you try to add any nuance at all to your question, it's they interrupt you and you say that's a yes or no question. But listening to that, they were all pretty straightforward questions. Is there a crisis on the border? Yes or no? And you're the Secretary of Homeland Security. That's not. It shouldn't be that hard. Well, I no, I wouldn't call it a crisis. That's not to say that we don't have a serious problem there, but I don't think it's reached a crisis stage yet. How hard would it be for someone in that position to give that answer, even though it would be a, a, a steaming pile of horse manure? But or or to say yes, as a matter of fact, it is a crisis, and we're working on it, Senator. He he he. he every question he was asked, he had to begin with, Senator. That's exactly why on July, on January 15th, we and this president and blah, 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 it's, it's beyond belief. And as bad as that is, as bad as that was, okay, Matt Gates, a congressman from Florida, he had a long session with Lloyd Austin, who happens to be the Secretary of Defense, and he, it's the same thing. And again, Listen to these completely fair questions, and again, it's, you know, this was on television, and you don't get to see Lloyd Austin. You can see that he's flustered. There's some long pauses there where he doesn't know what to say, but he's asked direct questions, and he continues to insist on giving the same non-answer to every one of them. And you you see this stuff, and it makes you wonder what what the what, what's the point first of all but it also it should tell everybody that we don't want these idiots being in in control of our lives any more than they have to the the, the least the less they have to say about what happens in your life every day the better when you see you know you can hate ted cruz uh, uh for maybe you think the questioning was too tough or he was grandstanding maybe you think that but uh He's asking questions, and he's doing his job. And this guy, Mayorkas, is in charge of national security, and he can't answer a simple question. Is there a crisis on the border? Can't answer it. Uh, And so, again, why would anybody want to vote for someone who wants to give these people more power? That's why anytime I get in a political discussion with somebody, they ask me, you know, which candidate I prefer or which party I prefer, and I'm an independent. Um... I have a simple answer. I want to vote for the person who's going to do the least, who's going to have the least effect, the smallest uh, effect on my life as possible. I don't want them involved in my who, where I get uh, my, where I go for my medical care, who's my doctor. 
I don't want them taking my money. I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't even want them involved in saving for my retirement. Let me do that on my own. Why would you want to ha- think about handing over your medical care to these people? And having the and I'll throw Ted Cruz and Matt Gates in there. I don't want any of them involved in in my life. If I don't, they should be involved in in making sure that the country is defended by the military, and maybe I don't know taking care of interstate commerce. Other than that, leave us alone. These are perfect examples. But again, here's Matt Gates. He's a congressman from Florida, and he's interviewing not interviewing questioning the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Listen. How much taxpayer money should go to fund drag queen story hours on military bases? You know, drag, drag queen story hours is not something that uh, the department funds. Well, wait a second. Uh, that's actually not what the record seems to suggest. You were going to fund one at Ramstein Air Force Base. That one got canceled. But that's DOD insignia. That's a drag queen story hour for children. Then also at... Uh, Malstrom Air Force Base outside of Great Falls, Montana, you had a, a drag queen story hour for kids. At the Joint Base Langley-Eustis, you put on a drag queen story hour on a Saturday for the first ever kid-friendly diversity, equity, inclusion summer festival. And at Nellis Air Force Base, you had the Drag U Nellis on June 17th. Who funded these things, Mr. Secretary? Listen, uh, drag shows and, uh, are not something that the Department of Defense uh, supports or funds. Well, wait, why, why are they happening on military bases? I just I just showed you the evidence. Why are they happening? I will say again, this is not something that we support or fund. Well, you, so you think hosting a drag queen story hour on a military base isn't supporting the drag queen story hour? I stand by what I just said. But, but you may stand by it, but it's belied by the evidence over and over again. I mean, are you, are, are, are you aware of the uh, piece? Uh, Biden's military, Air Force Base in Montana, holds drag show, drag queen story hour for kids in the Western Journal. Are you aware of that? Again, I will but, say what I said yeah, You're saying what you're saying, but I guess it just doesn't comport with the facts. Yeah, it doesn't comport with the facts. The, he was showing him posters advertising the drag queen story hour on military basis. Just think about that for a minute. First of all, what is the deal with uh, drag queens all of a sudden? It's been the last, what, six, eight months, maybe a year, that all of a sudden the drag queens have become important. Uh, when, did, when did anybody, when did they become like a, uh, a national treasure where everybody's supposed to think they're wonderful? That's, that's what I don't get. And as somebody said uh, the other day, to people who are defending drag queens and acting as though not wanting them around is uh, is is a uh, is homophobic. It, nobody cared about them until they started having them perform in front of five-year-old kids and eight-year-old kids. That's when people started to care. They're doing it on military bases, and this guy, Austin. He would not answer it. He he pretended like it wasn't happening. Uh, well, well, Secretary, I'm looking at it right here. It's, what do you mean you don't know about it? I see. Here's the poster. I will say again, we don't support that. He does support it because it's happening everywhere. I'll be right back. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with My Pillow is launching My Pillow 2.0. When Mike invented My Pillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The My Pillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original My Pillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread. The My Pillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the My Pillow 2.0 is buy one get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And... By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. JD Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to PureTalk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... You can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you're listening at the opening of the show, I talked about Worm Lacey. And um, just in case, you, well, if you didn't, if you did hear it, I'm going to give you the official one here. If you didn't hear it, that's uh, a story I'd, I'd like you to hear anyway. Today is National um, Vietnam Veterans Day. And I, I have a feeling it's not going to get a lot of coverage. So this is a story about Richard Lacey. We knew him as Worm. And uh, he's a guy from Mount Lebanon. And he used to loaf. Remember that word, loaf? Up at Lincoln School in Mount Lebanon. And he was a Lincoln bum. And there were a bunch of them around. So I'm just going to read you. This is a, this is a story of Richard Worm Lacey. He was 19, and, 19 with a year and a half of college when he volunteered for the Army. He was selected for officer training but elected instead to stay in the technical field after completing the first phase of Signal Corps schooling. After a year of technical training, Lacey was equipped to repair and maintain long lines and was sent to Vietnam in the summer of 1967. He felt lucky to be stationed at the Stratcom Communications Base near Saigon. As I mentioned in the open, I, was, I remember the day that he left, and he came to the place where we were hanging out. He was wearing his Army uniform, and he said he was felt really happy and lucky to be going to where he was going. He wasn't worried about seeing action and getting killed in Vietnam. He wanted to do his year and get back home safely. So then it goes on here. During the Tet Offensive, when Richard had been in Vietnam six months, there was a breakdown of local communications. In the early morning hours, SP-5 Lacey and SP-4, I guess that's Spec-5 and Spec-4, William Charles Barron's, left the Phulam Long Lines Detachment in a jeep to reach the regional communications group in Saigon to relay the many calls for help from the areas under siege. So he was seeing some action, kind of. The two were never heard from again. On February 3, 1968, Spec 4 Baron's body was identified at the uh, Thanh San Newt 
mortuary by members of his unit. SP-5 Lacey was never found, and there are no records of where Barron's remains were recovered or who brought them to the mortuary. Between April 8th and April 15th, the Jeep was recovered at an unknown location. The condition of the vehicle is not noted. Following the signing of the Paris Peace Agreements, 591 American prisoners were released, were released from North Vietnam. Many of them had been captured in South Vietnam, but Richard Lacey was not among them. Government officials later expressed their shock that, quote-unquote, hundreds more Americans that were expected to be released were not. The U.S. government has been unable to secure the freedom of any more prisoners held in Vietnam, even though nearly 10,000 reports have been received concerning Americans still missing in Southeast Asia. Richard Lacey's family has, an, has many unanswered questions. The most important of these is whether or not Richard is one of the hundreds many authorities believe are still captive in Southeast Asia. It's time we brought our men home. That was written a long time ago, and obviously... His family, most of those, his parents are gone. They're dead. He would be, what, uh, 76, 77 years old. But Richard Worm, everybody knew him as Worm. And I'm just thinking that back on that day, that summer day in 1967, when I think we were sitting around, if I remember correctly, listening to the new album by the Beatles called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And he walked in with his uniform and we kidded him and probably gave him a little bit of the business, saying that, you know, he was getting stuck with going to Vietnam and tried to make light of it, and he was saying he was, wasn't worried about it and never saw him again. Um, his brother was a friend of mine. He was not a, a real close friend of mine, but his brother was a friend of mine, and um, that's the story. So today is National uh, Vietnam Veterans Day, and who would have thought, that Richard Lacey back 56 years ago would have, who how, how could he have thought that 56 years later I'd be talking about him on the radio and we still don't know what happened to Worm I'll talk to you tomorrow John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.